How's it? What's good, y'all? On a beautiful, beautiful Sunday. This is your brother from another mother. This is Da Brother coming to you with a Sunday special for Sunday, August the 8th. It's 10 a.m. straight up Alliance Standard Time. Hope you all are doing great. Hope uh, hope uh, uh, life has been has been kind uh, to you. So I tell you, for me, um, life's been great. But boy, howdy, I tell you something, man. What a week it was. What a week it was. Um, my week kind of, well, to be honest and fair, my last few weeks have been like like hell week. Um, it's just been constantly one thing after the other at work and, and trying to get ready and prepare for this massive project that we're going to be working on. So it's my boss, myself, and the project manager, and so... And um, so uh, we're building a nice, pretty web interface that is going to, to show information to people. So my boss is working on that part. And then I'm doing the database part, which is the hard part, which is all the information, the data from a whole bunch of different sources and places. And I'm going to import it in. I'm going to aggregate it into smaller tables and do different things like that. So this is the tech brother talking for all my nerds out there. And then I'm going to create a mechanism in a way for our customers to be able to go and get information. So um, this is gonna be evolution two of this big project. The first evolution I worked on last year um, for, well, yeah, in uh, uh, 2022 for 2023. So this year I'm working on the evolution of the software for 2024 in 2023. So that means from starting tomorrow until the end of the year, I got to get all this done. Um, you know, I knew this was coming, so this was kind of a multi-year project. But you know, I kind of wish that we would have got stuff sooner, earlier, so that it wouldn't be such a rush. But at the at the end of the day, though, it is what it is, and and we didn't get our information until late from the people that we needed it from. So, you know, and so uh, your boy's going to turn on on the afterburners and we're going to get cranking. And so I spent the last kind of Thursday and Friday, I was just writing up what they call a user story. So for all you non-techies, I'm about to teach you something. For all my techies, you already know what it is. But So I had to look at all these things we call requirements. And these are things that our business, uh, they wanted us like to implement or create. So I took all those and then I converted it into what I call developer speak, which is, which is, it's a language that it's not really, it's something that I made up, but it's, it's a pretty much a technical way of explaining what I need to build from people that are not technical. Right. And no disrespect there, but, you know, it's all the instructions and different things I got to build like to make that happen. So I spent all of Thursday and half of Friday cranking out these user stories that have all this wording about how to put stuff in developer speak. And then I had to write all the tasks that I would have to do to complete that. Let me just say it's a lot of work, um, especially for one person. But because we got the information when we did, I kind of had to sit and crank it out really quick so that I can get estimates. So so I created these stories and I tasked them out and I put estimates behind every single task. Like, how long is this task going to take? This one, this one. 
so that what um, and and so that I could give an accurate um, estimate of how long it's going to take me to get this project done from start to finish. So um, the way that I kind of lay all this out is kind of how I like to do it, you know. So I went through all that, even though some other folks on my team probably wouldn't like do that, because I know how how complex and stringent uh, the project is and the different roles behind it. I had to lay it all out. I had to uh, for my own sanity. So I got those instructions. Basically, I'm ready to start March and start tomorrow. So taking today to kind of chillax and get my mind right, if you will, and get ready to hit the ground running. So I have until from tomorrow until the end of the year to get this project done. And I will. You know, there's going to be uh, there's going to be uh, some days where where I just got to put in the OT, like the overtime. And most people just put in a straight eight. I typically do nine to eleven, and um, especially because I'm a little bit uh, behind. You know, while I've been ready since since March, um, not everybody in the organization was ready, so they had to kind of sift through the data, understand it better, and so and that's to be and that's to be quite understand um, you know it's this is a massive project and on top of that it's a requirement from from the good old federal government so it's like it has a hard deadline it has to be done if we don't do it or and if these people come snooping and sniffing on our website and they don't see this information then we could get in, in trouble so it's a pretty important project it's a very high profile project and you know f uh, for me I I typically don't break under pressure. It takes a lot for me to get rattled. So last year I had no code written and I had to make a 1-1 uh, deadline and we made it. So I'm pretty confident uh, this year. I got the skills. I got the snacks. I got everything that I need. I just need to take care of myself, you know, and make sure that I get a lot of rest and, and whatnot. So, you know, that's that's what that's what kept me bogged down so typically I will do podcasts mid-afternoon I just I, I just couldn't you know and um, a couple days I just skip lunch which I normally try not to do but you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes you know um, uh, the job is a uh, really good to me so when duty calls it calls so I appreciate y'all being patient uh, not hearing from me uh, but moving forward unfortunately you know because this project is it's so high profile and it's and it's so important and it has a very strict deadline. Um, I'll still I'll, I'll still be doing podcasts, but uh, the podcasts may not be as plentiful as uh, they have been. But then again, I don't necessarily strive for quantity uh, for Brotherworks. While I know there's a lot of people that love the podcast and they like to always crank out content, for me, I like my stuff to be very cerebral stuff that you got to go back through and listen to once or twice and. You know the stuff that really makes you think um, so you know I am and for me I'm all about quality um, I would rather put out one quality product a week than to put out five or six or more like it's a podcast or blog and it's not uh, my greatest work you know so so I've always been that way less is more to me and um, so I'm definitely just to let y'all know I'm definitely going to be following in my mantra uh, for the next well for the rest of the year actually the next 
five months, I think we got August, September, October, November, December, yeah. But besides that, you know, I've been in great health. Um, I've been feeling really good. So I still got my ailments, you know, those are chronic I'll be with, and they'll be with me for life. But I've been able to do some, like some work. I've had a lot of downtime from having these exacerbations with the asthma, bronchiostasis, all that. And so it's kind of helped me to see patterns in different things, which, which is, which is like good. So I'm able to kind of get a bird's eye view and a glimpse into some of the things that I was doing to kind of hold myself back in. And if you deal with a chronic uh, illness and, and if uh, you know that, you know, it can kind of be a detriment uh, to you sometimes, you know, the best thing for you to do is to really make sure that you plan and plot your steps wisely. Um, while while mine is just asthma and has some issues in my lungs you know obviously like my cell count i gotta I keep an eye on that with my family history you know um the thing that i got that's on my side basically is a positive attitude and um it can be hard like when you're dealing with this kind of stuff and and you want to get down i have my moments i definitely do still even though i know what i'm dealing with it's still a lot but the one thing that I won't allow myself to do is to succumb like to the pressure of uh, feeling down. Um, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of people out there that are struggling and dealing with chronic illnesses. And so I'm not the only one. And um, so I, I got to just uh, keep in mind and perspective that right now I'm healthy, I'm solid, I'm good. I'm doing all the things I should be doing to take care of my body and take care of myself. So, so for that, I need to just let loose a little bit and relax. And as long as I continue to take care of my body, which I always have for forever, um, and eat right, get good exercise, got to get a bit more sleep, you know, so, uh, but, and continue to drink a lot of water and keep, and keep, and just keep every, everything hydrated and flushed out, I'll be fine, you know, so, so the doctors have kind of already explained that. Like for those that don't know me and, and you're listening for the first time, you know, I deal with, with some chronic issues, but I don't allow them to hold me back. If anything, when I'm feeling down and low, I actually use that negative and down energy. I feed that in and then I use that to just create a wealth of possibilities and positivity from it because it could be worse. You know, I always tell people that it could be worse. Even though it may seem worse, like to you, you know, there's always another person that's probably going through something even more. So you should count your blessings. The fact that I can wake up and move around, talk, the fact that I've been able to jog, which is really good. I'm so happy. Finally, I'm able to get back and do that. Um, you know, that's progress. It's very slow going. You know, I kind of equated to as I told my queen yesterday, I said, it's kind of like I have to relearn how to, how to exercise, you know, because, because uh, before all this stuff, like with my lungs, asthma, all this other junk, while, while it felt weird to me, I didn't know that I had all this. I just kind of ignored it. I did what I did. I worked out. I pushed myself to the limit. Um, and having played um, with pro people and stuff, and stuff at a pro level and and play all kind of basketball crazy basketball like um when i was out of college and and doing that and being in like great shape 
I got to say now I'm in better overall shape now than I was then. Because back then, yes, I was in good physical shape. But when it came to eating, I was still eating just whatever. Corned beef hash and butter and rice and crap like that. And you name it, I was eating it, you know. So it was kind of a, a one or two dimensional type of good health. Whereas now it's like, it's kind of uh, three dimensional. It's not just the stuff that I'm eating, but it's the ingredients that is within that, right? It's the way that I eat. I don't eat rushing. I sit at a table, I relax, I eat, right? I have leveled up, as they say, and kind of changed my eating game. And, and that has had profound, profound um, and positive effects on my health and I've seen a lot of improvements like in a short amount of time and being able to take supplements that because I'm a vegetarian you know also a lot of vegetarians don't get all of the all of the vitamins and minerals that we need so having missed out on some supplements and and minerals and vitamins from those that you know when you're a, a vegetarian that you're not getting fulfilling my body uh, with those has had a major effect and I think that in time it'll slowly help to strengthen my immunity even more you know um, while my cell uh, levels were super low while my white and my red blood cells they have doubled at this point so I can tell you the way that I feel now versus three months ago I feel like a different person you know I went back to eating my old diet and adding some more uh, variety in there and and taking some zinc zinc is the thing if you are a vegetarian you're probably not getting enough zinc typically what we do is we get a lot of uh, carbs a lot of fats as vegetarians that tries to fill the void from from not eating red meat or poultry or fish and while to be a vegetarian a vegan even while that's not for everybody, there's a lot of good health benefits. And for me, a lot of those are, are realized um, by not eating red meat. So, you know, we had been talking about this lately. And my lady asked if I, if I, if I miss eating red meat. And I said, ah, not really. I was like, you know, um, I didn't like the way it made me feel like heavy and full. Um, so when I made the decision like to give it up, it was hard at first. I went through those withdrawals and silly crazy. But what I found though, what, what the benefit was, was that having less of the animal fats in you lowered the cholesterol, which I never really had any type of cholesterol issues, right? But, but also, I mean, all that helped my stomach. I've always had a weird stomach ever since I was born. So not having all those complex animal fats actually helped. But in the process of becoming a vegan first and then now a vegetarian, most people you should wean off of, you should wean off of uh, uh, red meat, chicken, you know, and stuff like that, or animal proteins. For me, I just, I just stopped and did a cold turkey. That wasn't wise to do. But at the time, I didn't really know no other way of how to do it. So I call myself a self-proclaimed vegan and then vegetarian. I just started like to eat it, a lot of plant stuff and a lot of stuff that was just not meat. My choices probably were not the best and I didn't have a well-rounded meal most of the time. 
but in my evolution of becoming a now vegetarian, right, adopting all of the meatless products and the plant-based chicken and the impossible burgers and nuggets of the world and all that, there's a lot of good benefit into being a plant-based eater. Um, I have, and I'm, I mean, I'm going on 45 years old. I've never had a cholesterol issue in my life ever. Um, a lot of folks in my family have had those issues, hypertension and high blood pressure. While I do take medicine for it because it's more of a preventative like than anything, right? I've kind of been able to see what's happened with my family and get in front of that, make some hard decisions and, and, and I make sure that, you know, I don't put myself in a position that I could jeopardize my life. But it just so happens as well that now I got this thing with my lungs, asthma, all this stuff now to tend with too, and the cells. So now it's even more important to make sure that I stay on top of that. So, so you know, it's been it's been quite an evolution. I'll tell you that it's been quite an evolution, um, and and within myself a revolution, consistently fighting. In the process, not you know, uh, with the red meat and the fish and chicken, I given that up. I I have given up a lot of sugar. I still have sugar, but it's just not as much as I used to eat. That was, that was, that was, I think, like the biggest one. Even, I think that was harder, like, than uh, cutting out meat because I loved, I loved uh, stuff from the bakery. Donuts, my favorite. But they're so high in fat and they're not good for you. So there's not a lot of good, healthy alternatives, like, to donuts. The best alternative is just not to eat it. So over the course of years, I've kind of weaned myself off now. The thought of having a donut is nauseating. I don't want one. Um, and I see how I used to eat. I'm talking in the morning, I would wake up like when I was commuting and going to work when I lived in Kansas. Uh, I lived in Newton and I would go down to Wichita. So before I left for Wichita, I would stop at the South Dillons, go grab me a crap load of, of like a couple old fashioned donuts and maybe one. Uh, and then one uh, a pecan roll loaded with caramel, loaded, loaded with, uh, with glaze and nuts. And now, I mean, triple fried. And, and, then, I, and then I would have a banana. <laughs> I would call myself trying to be healthy, you know. And I used to do that for forever. And I didn't know, but I was just causing my body these issues. So I already had what they call GERD, acid reflux. So I had no idea. But because I was always on the move, it never really flared up as much. And I was constantly just always working out. But as you get older, you know, you don't always have that energy that you had before. So obviously now with the asthma, stuff like that, I've kind of been prohibited from basketball in any long distance running. So because of that, I can't sit and just eat a whole bunch of food. So I've had to kind of change it up and switch it around, and it's been hard. But I finally have been able to find a system where I've exchanged all of the fatty foods for whole grains and um, and healthy fats and healthy sugars, and so you know I'm 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 quite pleased with with the sacrifice. I'm quite pleased with the progress that I have made, and it's definitely showing now. You know I had to make a decision. It was I can continue on doing what I was doing, and I wasn't really eating bad as a vegetarian, just a lot of sugar, but, but it wasn't bad. But still, 
more vegetables and fruits than sugar is is good for you there's already sugar in fruit so you know it would behoove you if you are my age to kind of you know in your 40s don't play with time because time will win don't play with aging aging will win and we're going to talk about aging here in a couple of moments but make sure that you do what you need to do and get on top of that sooner than later if, and for all my brothers out there that don't want to go and see the doctors, hey, for your family's sake, brother, you need to get in there and go see what's going on with you. Get the test ran. Don't be scared. You owe it to your family. You owe it to your family. And for my sisters, you know, you already are the rock that holds down the fort. So definitely you need to keep yourself in good health as well. So make health your number one priority, especially as you, as you get older, because whether you like it or not, you're going to uh, you're going to get old and you cannot do the same things that you used to do. That's a promise. So so don't even try it. Lord knows I tried and every time I would try, it would knock me back a little more every time. So adopt those whole grains, you know, that quinoa. Go ahead. Do that. That stuff's good for you. You know, broccoli and salads and, and vegetables. Hey, even uh, check out the impossible burger i mean it's got heme in it it has zinc it's good for you you know and it's plant-based but it tastes like meat you know so a lot of people hate on us but uh, i see a whole lot of y'all low-key be trying to be like us though because your doctors are getting on your case so embrace the plant uh, plants love you um so so i've definitely like been doing that and and you know just overall i guess I've, I've just been happy, you know, like when you're when you're healthy or when you're feeling healthy and you're feeling good, it just makes you naturally happy. And and of course, I've just been ecstatic and just happy. I mean, I'm with the love of my life right now. She's the best. Shout out to my lady, the queen, the one and only. And so she's just been she's been my rock. You know, she's uh, she's been extending the mask mandate in this household because obviously with bad lungs I gotta I gotta just be careful so I wear a mask everywhere I go and I will continue to wear a mask for as long as I live I've just made it a part of who and what I am and you know the mandates from my doctors to go and get all my shots you know the flu shot and COVID shot all that stuff to make sure and pneumonia shots and keep up on those that's my life now and it could be worse right I could have a whole bunch of cholesterol problems diabetes and worse like that but you know for whatever reason that I have the asthma I have it and instead of keep on pushing pushing and pushing it and playing and uh, and uh, trying to play with fate I've just said you know it's just not worth it so I'm gonna go ahead and do what I, I need to do man up about it and, and just get her done and you know i'm here and that makes me happy it makes me happy that i'm with a partner that that listens that cares about me that's not that's not that's not like a backstabber or or a, a conniving sneaky i don't have to worry about all that you know it helps that when you surround yourself with people that you love and people that you can trust trust is a big thing for me because i'm an honest person I used to not be, and I understand the importance of honesty and what it means to a relationship. So for as long as I can remember, 
whenever I've been involved with anybody in a romantic sense, I've been honest. Because I get it. It's just not worth the hassle. And to find a partner that reciprocates that, uh, it's a beautiful thing. So, you know, so she's been great. She's been wonderful and she's been patient. So hopefully, you know, uh, when she gets to feeling better and things kind of line right, then we can start enjoying life and going out traveling. So we're probably going to try to slide over to Honolulu here in the next uh, couple few weeks. Go and see my little nutheads. A shout out like to my nutheads. Hope you're well. So <laughs> I haven't heard from my kids at all. But, you know, they're at the age where they're coming into their own. I ain't mad at them, you know. So, so honestly, it's a very busy time to be human right now. It's a very busy time to be a brother. And I love it. I'm embracing it. Um, Mid-age, I got the gray showing. You know, um, I'm feeling like a million bucks, though doing my damn thing I'm working on some hobbies I'm working on some special things that I'm going to to be hopefully trying to sell and release out like to the general public in, in terms of software I mean I feel like I'm in my creative space again I feel like I'm in a safe space where I can just it's easy to be me and it's been hard to get into this uh, space with with like the different things that I've been through and, and places uh, that I've lived and people who I was associated with and have been with, right? I mean, so many people always will try to shame your name and make you look bad. But at the end of the day, you can't get in front of, of what God is controlling, y'all. And these uh, haters got to understand, if, you're, if uh, you're living life and you're doing what God wants you to do, not just for him, but for your own sake, you will flourish like this. Because I remember a time, and for those that remember the old Soul Brother site, I was going through some hell, y'all. I was going through some hell, trying to sort and sift out things. And never in my life have I ever needed another person like for me like, to feel whole. But, you know, there was a hole that was left in my life because I was, I was in cahoots like uh, with someone that I thought was going to be the one. And it just went sour and it was messed up and they ruined my life. Not just emotionally, but even uh, spiritually and financially. You know, they told a whole bunch of lies on me, like to other people. Um, they even sued me. I mean, it's like whack, you know, like there's people like that that are just so desperate for attention and they're desperate for resources and things that that they're so lazy that they don't want to that they don't want to get up off their own behinds and go and make something of themselves and and I got roped in with a narcissistic person like that and I just was like that really set me back it really did and when I was finally able to get the hell away from that person and reflect on my life I was like damn where did I just go I was on a track to like success and then I met up with that person for three years of my life. I had to, I had to deal with that. And, and sometimes friends, you know, when you get into those situations and you get into a relationship, whether it's romantic business or other, that just is not working for you. Know when to cut it off. 
you don't, yes, you're a kind person. You don't need to be kind to everybody, though. When I look back now, I wish I wasn't that kind. I mean, uh, this person had, had, had all of our business out in the streets, all amongst people. It's just, just weird. You know, it was just, it was just weird. It wasn't something that I wanted to have, um, you know, like happen. And so it was just, it was like one of those things that I just, like, honestly, for me, I just had to get the hell away from it. I just had to get the hell away from it. And I'm glad that I did. It put me into a space where, where I was able to breathe. I was able to see what was in front of me and what I had to do, right? Because without me having that space, that time to reflect and to say, man, this is where I'm at. I thought that I was found, but I was really, I was really lost. You know, um, if you're in a situation like that, even if you're on your own, find a way to get your focus back, refocus and retool, get back to living and loving life in the way that you know how and make sure that you keep and put those people that are good in and around you right do not allow other people do not allow other people to come into uh, your life and ruin it it's just not worth it it's not friends it's not you can do a whole lot better you can do much more you know what I'm saying so and you have to you have to. I honestly feel that, like, for your own sake, what you need to try to do is you need to try to find your happy uh, space and place, you know, what makes you happy, why it makes you happy. And, you know, you have to make sure that you keep positive things in your life. Because what some people will try to do is they'll try to come into your life and they'll take everything that's good and positive and they'll just try to suck it out of you. They'll want all the attention. You know, you need to not be around people like that. While it's taken me a long time, what I've had to do is, I've, is that I've had to reinvent myself and I've had to kind of, I've you know, I've had to figure out, okay, what are the things that I need to do for me that are going to help me uh, to be successful, right? Uh, what are the things that, that you know, make me tick? And what are the things that make me go? You know, uh, what are my hobbies? Who are my loved ones? Who is my inner circle? Who should that consist of? Who is that, right? How should I approach life? How? And I think a lot of these things, it comes with time. It's not just going to be something that you're just going to be able to figure out. It just doesn't work that way, right? It comes with time. But I think that if you're willing like, to be patient, if you're willing to, to do the things that you need to do to actually see your way through this maze of confusion and sometimes negativity, if that's what is in your life, or maybe it's just naiveness. You've never been in a certain place or situation before. You need to fill it out. Whatever it is, you need to go through it, friends. And I can tell you when I'm on the other side now and looking back at all the hell that I've been through, it has been worth it. I didn't appreciate 
the different people that did the different things. I didn't appreciate people using uh, using uh, my kindness and my charity uh, for ways that was going to be beneficial like to them. That's the problem with being a nice person sometimes. Sometimes you got to know when to not be nice. And even though I knew that, that sh it just wasn't in my DNA at that time. But what I had to develop, I had to go in uh, to the gene pool and I had to cash out one to just be an a-hole. <laughs> I know you didn't see that coming, but you do. You got to just let people know, no, I don't think so. So when I had these people and they were mad at me going after me and trying to, to shame my name, all you could do is just be quiet. Let them do what they want to do and act a fool. You know, um, because that's all that they know. That's how they were raised. Right. You got to consider the source when you can see a person in a situation for what they are or for what it is. Call a spade a spade because that's all that you can do. Make the decision. Are you going to stay put and deal with it? Or are you going to move on? And for me, I made the healthy, wise decision that I was going to move on. I could not allow another person or thing to influence me in the way that it was and to take away who I was from me. All right. This is this person uh, that you're talking to or that you're listening to. Rather, this is how I am most of the time. But people that know me know cross me one time. And it's all like Donkey Kong. Right? It always used to be when people were across me, I would just be like, okay. I would just let them bully me. But I learned that really what it comes down to in life, people really don't give a damn about you. They only care what they can get from you. And friends, it's sad, but it's, it's the God's honest truth. That's not how God created us. That's not what God created us for or to be. He created us to enjoy one another, to love one another, to be there to help out. But not everybody understands that. Not everybody will understand that. So because of that, you have to make the you have to make the decision like for you. It's the same as being a defensive driver. You know that there's idiots on the road. You know that they're not paying attention. They're on their cell phone. They got their neck turned around. They're messing around with people in the car and not looking. So you have to be on steady defense all the time, even in your life. Sometimes even with your circle, because sometimes people in your circle, sometimes uh, they want to act out. Hey, we're all human and we're doing the best that we can do, right? So you can't fault somebody for trying. But at the same time, you can't allow them to take away from you, your life, what you worked hard for. Right? Just treat people the same way that you want to be treated. The golden rule is still in effect. And if and and if you're with someone and they can't do that, then maybe it's just that person is not for you. Or maybe you're not for that person. Maybe it's you're the one that's acting up and maybe you need to kind of say, I need to step away from you because I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to make things worse. You deserve better. And for those people that are receiving that message, you know, you need to be aware this person is being honest with you. You know, I was in a situation like that where there was a person and I was with them. I was living in Southern California and we were dating and I told him, I said, I'm not who I know I could be. I'm just not. And I'm just not ready for any type of relationship. I need to work on myself. Now, they obviously didn't like that. But that's why you got to be. You got to take care of yourself because if you're not good, you can't be good for somebody else. 
from a romantic sense and from just a living sense, right? To even be around people. People don't want to always have to listen to negativity or be around a whole bunch of foolishness or drama. There's some people that just love to keep the pot stirred. They just love to keep the pot stirred. And I'm just not one of those. Right? I'm always happy and willing to give people the benefit of the doubt. But I'm not stupid. And I can tell when giving them the benefit of the doubt is is um, their idea of me allowing them just to do whatever. Hell no, I don't think so. I'm this really kind but tough, tough person that I just don't go for BS. I just cannot. I'm over it. Because I'm getting older. And because of that, you know, I see a lot of stuff way before it starts. I can see it. It's kind of like radar. I can see it. I can see. I can tell it's on the radar. I can see it's coming. I may not know what it is, but I can just tell there's certain signs or certain things that I'm like, yeah, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, this. Uh uh. So I know how to keep my distance and keep my bay until I feel like, okay, I can allow that thing or that person in or not. And I think that we're getting older, you know, which is what I'm going to get into now. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of of good things with the blessed curse. The blessed curse, which is aging, it's so I mean, it's so awesome because as you get older, like I just said, you can see stuff. For all the people that are wet behind the ears, you can just tell you can just tell what game is being ran, you, you know, and it's like, yeah, OK. But it's a curse because you get older. You're not the same that you used to be. You may not be as quick and sharp as you once were, just like that tact. But at the same time, you're more knowledgeable. Wisdom is abound. Yeah, you might have the gray hairs. You know what? In places that you really don't want or that you really don't care. But that's a sign. That's a sign of experience. I got a lot of gray hair. But I don't look like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> sure in the hell don't look like Joe Biden. And I love Joe Biden. Don't mean no disrespect. Right. But but at this but, but at the same time, it's like. It's like when you start aging, it can it can be difficult. I know that for the longest, I haven't been able to accept it. I used to make fun of my mom all the time. Used to, and, and, and I used to call her and her sisters, uh, my aunts, hags. And that's just how we used to talk to each other. Like we would always be really snarky and just have fun. But now that's kind of what I'm turning into. <laughs> you know, I mean, the things that I used to take for granted, I could pop up, pop up and just uh, get on with the day. Nah, I got to wake up. I need a few minutes now, man. I need a few minutes to get into the day. Like, don't rush me. <laughs> you know, I find that I'm very much about my time. I'm like, no. I tell people no in a minute. I got no problem with saying no. Before I had a problem with saying no, I didn't want people to think that I was mean, that I didn't care. Now I don't care what they think of me. And I do what's right for me because I know... People won't just ask and take from you. And they don't understand that it takes energy for you to be who you are. When you're a giving person, it takes energy because you're trying to be there for everybody. But you cannot always be there for everybody if you're not even there for yourself. It's 
So you got to keep yourself in good mental health, right? You got to you got to stay positive. And getting older is 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 scary. I see I see I, it's like uh, you see uh, some classmates and, and family and people are passing away and and people are younger than you or or you're in that age where there's a potential that that could be you. Yeah, it's it's scary as hell. You know, and with all these crazy diseases that we get from just the air that we breathe and, and the water we drink, it's like, it can be a lot. It can be a lot to just be human. But to be human is hard. I think if it, that if we were an animal, I think the life that animals live is easier. They know they have to protect themselves. They have to eat, kill or be killed. Right. And that's how they function. But us damn humans, we have what's called comprehension and we and we can think and we maul and, and we worry about everything. And we and, and uh, we just and um, uh, we just let stuff affect us so much of the time when we don't really need to. Like there's stuff that there's stuff that we have literally no control over but we'll allow it to control us because we don't know how how to even try to control it and we'll let it ruin our day our lives even versus it's like if there's something that you don't have any control over that's a good thing right because less is more less stress means more productivity more positivity more happiness more patience now, at some point, you know, you're going to have to shake it off and you're going to have to get and, you have, and you're going to have to do the do. You know, there's just no way around it. But there's a saying, don't pay taxes until you have to. What it basically means is, you know, when it's when it's a tax time, typically a lot of us pay. If you're one of the lucky ones that get back a refund, enjoy it for now. But you typically got to pay. So the saying, don't pay taxes if you don't have to. You know that taxes is coming every year, but why pay early if you don't even know if you're even going to have to? So the same thing. So the same thing uh, can be said now also for life is what's the point on you stressing and worrying about stuff that you don't even know is even going to happen? There's no need. Just live life in the moment. And that's why people say that live life in the moment. Don't be concerned about what has happened. You can't change it. It's already spilt milk. It's in your, it's in your rear view. It's in your rear view for a reason. The further you move forward, the further you get away from it. That means you have a chance at making things better and making a change. You don't have to always look in the rear view and be reminded of the decision that you made. You just don't have to. Or people are just so stressed out. And looking at the future, well, that's kind of like the car as well, where you're looking through the front windshield and you can see everything that's coming at you, but you're on the road. Now, unless the road is going to veer off over to the right into the field, the road is, is, is like, is like, it's like right in front of you. Stay on the road. There's no reason for you to go into the field unless there's a road to the field and you, and you want to go that way. But so many of us go into the field and then we get upset because we don't know how we got there. Well, we don't have enough. We don't have enough patience, I feel, and we don't have enough enough discipline to keep ourselves on the straight and narrow and to focus on the task at hand. We always are trying 
It's like we're always trying to live in the future rather than just living in the moment. There's no need for us to be anywhere else but right here, right now. Let everything that will come, the taxes, let them come when they need to come. And we deal with them when we need to deal with them. Don't spend every waking moment of your life worrying and stressing about something that you anticipate coming that may come or might not even come. I know that uh, when I was younger, I used I used to be anxious about everything and stress out about it. And then half the time it would never even happen. And I started to actually learn maybe if I stop stressing out about things that might happen when they don't happen, then it's like I feel like I wasted all that time stressing, worrying and getting my stomach in a knot. Dumb stuff. With aging, you learn that nothing else matters but the moment and being right here, right now, healthy, having family near you and around you. That's all that matters. And that's what I was saying for everyone that's out there trying like to paper chase. That's money chase or clout chase. That's chasing power. Y'all can have that. I don't necessarily need that. That's not for me or my life. Because my life, while I need money uh, to survive, my life is not geared around money. My life is not geared around material items. I don't need a phone. I don't need material things. If you told me I had to get rid of everything material, I would willingly just get rid of it. Because that still doesn't matter to me. That's just, it's just something that I use to make my life easier. But if I didn't have it, it wouldn't hurt me. Why? Because I've been there where I had nothing. So I know how to live with nothing. So that if I have something, to me, that's icing on the cake. But everyone's out here striving to get the newest Xbox or, or they want to get that new Tesla or the new Benz because everyone is living in an image that they think that they need to uphold. I live in no image. I live for me. I live in my own bubble, my own reality, where in my reality, I don't need material things. I don't need that. Wealth means nothing to me in terms of, of a financial intellectual, spiritual, emotional wealth is where it is. I have that in abundance. doesn't matter if I'm dirt broke and poor. I know I'm going to be okay because I know who's got my back. Good old God never lets me down. And a lot of us, as you get older, you start to just, you start to see things that you really wish that you would have embraced earlier. Now I am now, for me, I mean, I was lucky enough at a young age, at a younger age, to go through all the hell that I went through. My parents, I got divorced. I would flip-flop uh, back and forth in between New York and Kansas and other family members. So for me, I, I was able to find myself, like, from young. I didn't understand who I was yet, so I had to go through that hell and that turmoil. But eventually, I found who I was. And what I wound up with was, was this. Because I saw everyone around me that was so self-consumed with money and greed and power and material items. And I'm like, I don't want to live that way. That's just not my life. That's not who I want to be. So praise God, for some reason, I made that decision early on in the game. And I'm glad that I did because now I've never struggled. While I have struggled in life, it's been hard. I've never struggled. And what I mean by that is that, yes, I went through some hard times. But I leaned on God and faith and he always provided. I was just telling my lady that, you know, I was like when I was trying to get to Honolulu or uh, Hawaii, rather, because uh, this is where my kids came. I was in need of a job. 
And I was living in California and people here in uh, Hawaii don't necessarily trust people that come from the mainland because typically they come here, they stay for a couple few months, they realize that life's really hard and then they leave, they bail. So a lot of the local kind here don't really want outsiders to come here because they don't ever stay. That's, that's you know, that's just how people are. So it it's really hard to get hired if you're not already on on the island but i wasn't going to move here to the islands because because i didn't have no money for that and so what did i do well i prayed and i left it in god's hands and you know what happened i got a call from this one company and they wanted to interview me on the spot so we did at that time it was a skype and they hired me over the skype first interview and what i've noticed that is that Whenever I have been in need of a job, that's always happened like that. Maybe it's my personality. No, it's my God-given innate ability to be responsible, to be knowledgeable, intelligent, and to be kind. It's infectious, and people can resonate with people that are just real people. That's why I don't always rock with everybody. I guess you can call me an energy guy because I can feel people's energy. I can tell when energy is strong and then it changes. Right? I go off of that. And you know, it's never let me down. That's the Holy Spirit that's telling me that's not for you. You need to stay on the straight and narrow. And it might be hard at that, at that particular time. It might involve some sacrifice, but I stay away. Why? Because that's the right thing for me. And I think that only comes with like with age and maturity and discipline and patience and perseverance. If you haven't been through anything hard, then you're not going to understand what I'm saying. Friends, if you're in the midst of going through something in life and you don't understand why, go through it. Don't take no shortcuts. Go through it. Feel the lows. Let it take you as low as it needs to take you. You're building character. You're building knowledge. You're building wisdom. That's not a bad thing, my friend. That's a good thing, actually. But so many of us are afraid to get in touch with our inner self. Rather, we want to live in some facade about who we think that we want to be because our bestie is like that. Or, or you know, I got to have on the latest product because I need to be accepted for how I look. I could give a hot damn what people think about me. I just don't care. But I think that people already know that about me. And that's, I think, what draws them near to me is that I'm just real. I'm just real. I've always been this way and I'm never going to be any other way. It's just not what I want. You know, I don't want to be anything else in my life, but just who I am. I'm in love with who I am and I think I'm awesome. And for people that don't necessarily feel the same way, that's okay. I'm just, I'm not for everybody. I'm not for everybody and that's okay. I accept that. They need to, but I already have and have moved on and you have to live your life that way keep good people in and around your life if they're not good dispose of them be kind to them and don't be rude just be like sorry just there's no need for your presence in my presence right there's just not and you have to be willing to step up and step onto that platform and protect yourself and be you and i think in being in me 
uh, uh, getting older. I'm 44. I'm going to be 45 next year. And while, you know, I got to go start and get all these little wellness checks uh, for old guys and do different things like that, which my fellas, get your butts in there and get it done. You're not going to be young forever. Right. I'm looking forward like to doing that stuff and getting in front of that and taking care of myself. My mental has just, because of everything that I just told you, my mental is the way that it is. I'm more at peace and calm with who I am. I don't necessarily need to try to be something that I'm not. That doesn't feel good to me. I'm just who I am all the time. I don't change for anybody. Right? I have more empathy for people. I understand where people are at. Why? Because I've been there. I can see it. I can see the struggle. I can see the frustration. I see it. I can resonate with it. If they want my help to help them through, I'm happy to. If they don't ask, it's not my place to help them. But I am an ambassador to the people. I want to help the people. That's, to me, helping people makes me happy. Helping people makes me happy. You know, and I think the last thing is just to leave a legacy. That's the biggest thing, you know. I think that I don't necessarily want to be talked about on the internet and encyclopedias and, and all this stuff. I'm not talking about that, but I'm just talking about I can leave a legacy of something that I know I did this and I'm proud of that. And I helped another person understand their destiny and get them into a position where they can be successful. It may not be that I can help you to find a job or help you to establish world peace, but at least I can help you have enough confidence in your heart and your soul and your mind for you to move forward and do what you know is right for you. To me, if one person, if I can help one person, I've achieved that. And I'm not out there trying to get likes and hits. I don't care about that stuff. That doesn't matter to me. If people want to rock with you, then they'll just naturally want to rock with you. You don't need to force or pretend to be something or, or, or pretend to have an image. Yes, I, yes, you know, I act as all these different, I act as the tech brother, soul brother, coach brother, all these brothers. Yes, I have all these quote unquote um, alter egos, as it was once said. And uh, there was a person that, you know, had actually made fun of what I was doing. And I allowed that to actually distract me and prevent me from moving forward. But then I thought, you know what? This same person was was a person that really tried to hurt me bad. And so, you know what? I, you know what? I'm going to take their negativity and make a positive out of it. And look, I made Brattle Works. It's a business, it's an LLC, doing things, helping the public. You may not always see the things that I'm doing on the surface. You may not always see the things that I'm doing on the surface, but trust and believe so many people have reached out, have asked me for advice and help. That's where it's at. So I may not uh, go down as a Tony Robbins or go down as all these other people, Oprah's of the world, who, boy, she need to clean up her act. I'm just saying, Oprah, but, or Dr. Phil, all these people, I'm not trying to be that. I'm just trying to be 
your brother, from another mother, that basically I care about what's going on with you and how you can get to that next level of existence and being. And in the process, have nothing but aloha in your heart. It's hard. It sounds easy, but it's hard. Because life will throw so much at you. But you got to learn how to separate the trash from the good in your mind. You got to understand what's right for you and what's wrong. And then when you understand that, then you got to have enough maturity and discipline to make sure that you stay on the right side. That's where the rubber meets the road, friends. And that's what I love about life. It's a never ending opportunity to advance and learn more about you. So in closing up this Sunday special, you know, it's uh, it's been a heck of a week. Not just at work and everything, but even emotionally and mentally. I've been going through some things, nothing bad. But it's everything that, you know, with everything that I just shared with you, I know that I have a good background and basis as as a who I am to get through it. I know I lean on the good Lord for all my understanding. I don't need to worry about nothing. And I don't. Yeah, I'm human. Things are going to come and go in and out of my mind. That's fine. I'm human. I'm not a robot. But I guess what I'm saying is I don't stay in a place long enough to sulk and be negative. If I get into a situation that I don't want to be in, I am, then I flow through it. I understand why I'm there. I embrace it. And then I do something about it. It's taking that action. That's what we need to do a better job at, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be afraid to step out there and do what's right for you. Because everybody else is going to do what's right for them. Just make sure that whatever it is that you choose to do, do it for the right reasons. And do it with a good, wholesome heart. Stay positive in everything that you do. Stay expecting in the goodness from God in this. And just know that you can love yourself and it's okay no matter what anybody says be you no matter how spontaneous eccentric you are eclectic be you because I know I will I love it but I hope you have a great week ahead of you um, I pray for for peace and, and patience and blessings like for you if you're going through something that you persevere, that you continue to keep God in your heart, but even more importantly, you continue to keep a good heart and know that everything is going to be all right. One well, love is always, y'all. This the brada.